that was the easiest setup ever. And it's because we actually recorded an episode before this one, a very long one that depends on actually how they all come out. I guess, you know, that it'll come out. It'll come out. So for the listeners out there, you are tuning in to Where's the Airport, a show that is literally about nothing but everything. I mean, not to say that we are like the things that we talk about mean it's just scattered. It's everywhere. Right. It's about nothing in that there is no overarching theme here. There's not. And it's we just have us rambling. No trajectory here. <laughs> We're flying this plane. I am your co-host, Kevin Ross, joined by my other co-pilot, co- Marie Rittenhouse. All right. Sweet. So this one's going to be kind of more of an uplifting one than the one I think that we recorded. I think it's going to be fun. I hope so. I think so. So I, and I think when we had originally recorded some of our older episodes that we never launched, I think some of it had a lot to do. Well, it seemed like we were kind of on this parenting jag. Yeah. And we we had like three of four that were about parenting. So I think thus far we haven't really talked. We've, we've mentioned our families briefly, Mm -hmm. broad strokes, but we haven't like, we really got into some parenting stuff, but I think we could actually talk about parenting fails and even in funny things that our kids have done and things that have happened. I think that's the two good tie-ins for sure. Okay. So let me actually put a disclaimer out there because I got something that's really going to kick this thing off (laughs) and, and hopefully folks, you can appreciate this or the fact that you're not calling child protective services because I love my boys to like, I will do anything for them. I pretty much do. So I, this morning, here was the thing, Flynn, so my oldest, he, so we had a baseball game last night and the rain, the storm was coming and it was coming hard. Like we were in the third inning and we had to clear the field. We had to just go. So he ended up in a van with a van of the, not just like this, wait a minute, what? Not just a random free candy van? Yeah, exactly. Like, hey kids. No, he ended up with his, his, some of his teammates in the minivan that was parked next to us with a bunch of his friends. So as we were getting pummeled with like hail and rain and all, you know, all this stuff and lightning and whatnot. So the point of the story is though, is that the game got canceled and we were trying to figure out what was, you know, going to happen. Like, okay, Flynn, you get back in the car. We'll take, you know, everybody goes home and, and we'll just go home. But he, I guess they were plotting and scheming about a sleepover. So the mother in was not actually in the car. It was just all the boys in this van plotting and scheming about a sleepover. So as I'm, I am leaving the, I'm not leaving the parking lot, but I'm dropping my wife off at her car. Cause it's still like pouring and she's on the other end of the parking lot. So I drive her over. And as I pull over to the van to figure out what in the world's going on, like sleepover, the mom just kind of pulls out with the kids. And so I'm like, Oh, I guess they've decided they're going to have a sleepover. And, you know, and they all have cell phones and they can text and whatever. And so like we can communicate. So eventually like we, Flynn left, he went off with his friends and we got home. I cooked dinner and all this stuff. I was like, wait, so did we confirm if Flynn's having a sleepover? And so I texted Flynn like, Hey man, are you staying over there? And he's like, yeah. I was like, do you need me to bring you anything? No, I'm good. And I'll just pick you up in the morning. Mm -hmm. This is so true. I'm not kidding. I show up in the morning. I text him. I was like, hey, man, are you awake? Because, you know, he sleeps in. He's a teenager. Are you awake? And he says, like, yeah, I'm, and I'm ready to be picked up. I'm good to go. 
So I am at the house, ringing the doorbell, knocking on the door. There's no answer. And I'm texting him. I'm like, dude, I am out front. Like, you said you were ready. So here I am. And he was like, I'm out front. You're not here. <laughs> not I'm wrong like, house. Wait a minute. Wrong family. <laughs> yes. Wrong family. Exactly. <laughs> the wrong. He. The minor the, detail, Dad. Do you, who? Right. <laughs> the mom that took him him and the boys home, he did not stay at their house. <laughs> Why would you need to know that? They got dropped <laughs> off at a different kid's house. Kid that we know, family, part of the team. But I literally was like, and then eventually like the mom had pulled up and she was like, hey, what are you doing here? I was like, getting my kid. <laughs> and, but I just found out he's not here. She's like, no, he's not. I thought you knew he was at so-and-so's house. <laughs> I'm like, I just knew he slept over somewhere. And as part of the texting, we talk about communication, right? right. There's just the assumption like, yes, I'm sleeping over. No, I'm good. I have a toothbrush or whatever. I didn't even know where he was. <laughs> Apparently. And you know what? That's not the first time that's happened. <laughs> I literally have had to go across town to another person's. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought you were at so-and-so's house. No. I started there and I ended up here. So that is a moment where. You earned the dad of the year award. <laughs> I love my children. I am a good father. I had no idea where my son was, apparently. <laughs> I did find him. He is home safe right now. But yeah, there was that. <laughs> yeah. That's where I am in my life because I do have the older kids. So that's where I am. Right. So I know that you've got the younger kiddos. Right. So I've got more of the 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 funny parenting moments of sort of... Maybe I mis-explained something, or they have a really uh, interesting understanding of how the world works because of their young age. But I, I definitely haven't lost my kids so far. Good. Well, but yeah, like when they're little, do you ever have those nightmares where you're like, you wake up and you think like, I left them at the store or the car seat. Oh, like the, the car, car seat carrier. Thing, that was my biggest fear for like when they were infants until yeah. they got out of that seat. Like if you set it up on the roof or something to kind of get like uh, cleared, like, no. the, like the cradle thing. I would just, I would always be afraid that I would like forget that I had them with me. And then I would, I, I, there were a couple times where I was so sleep deprived. I was driving to work and had to turn around and drive my kid back to the babysitter because I didn't drop them off yet. They were still with me and I would have gone probably not into the office. I, I I likely would have figured it out, I hope, before I went inside. But yeah, that was a big like like nagging nightmare in my head that I was going to forget I had them with me. Yeah. And just walk into a store or work or wherever. Right. Because that you hear about those things happening, right? Yeah. That's and that's terrible. That is terrible. And I could probably say, like, the majority of the time, I don't know that people are doing that intentionally, like, no. leaving their kids in the car. And not but. to excuse it. I mean, no, it's definitely, like, horrible, but we've all been sleep-deprived with infants. Right. <laughs> you know? I mean, we've all thought about that, like, oh, God, that could have been me. Yes. You know? Yes. I know you do. I mean, I even think about, like, if you talk about injury, in a sense, I remember putting Flynn in a, um, a Kelty hiking pack. Mm-hmm. 
And this is when we lived in Baltimore and I used to take him in that thing all the time. This is when we only had him. He, or no, Declan was born, I think, but like he might've been at home with my wife or whatever. And I was out with him, put him in the Kelty pack. And I remember walking in, I opened the store. So I pulled the door open, big glass doors going into a store. And as I'm walking in, the door hinge slammed onto his, on his head like the corner yeah. of it onto his head and everybody like turned and was like, Oh my God. And I couldn't see because like he's behind me in this pack and I just, he's got this like divot in his head and it's like big <laughs> bump. And of course I'm a nurse. I'm thinking like, okay, let's see traumatic brain injury here. All right. He hit the front of his head. This was it, the it's door, only frontal lobe. Damage. Yeah, the, the, yeah. So do you have any emotion? You know, <laughs> he's crying. So he's got some emotion, you know, all, all these things are kind of, yeah. So like, I mean, that, that's like mm-hmm. a parenting fail almost. Like it was funny when I think about it. Cause I know he's fine and he's still passing. Sc- <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he's make, he's got good grades and he's doing well, but yeah, no, I mean, I, those are the things. And I had nightmares about that. Like, over and over again, that door slamming into his head yeah. over and over again. It's funny how like funny kid moments are often tied to like little bit of parental failures mm-hmm. because or like trauma <laughs> or physical tra- trauma. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like the physical stuff for sure. Like the injury where you're like, uh, I could have probably been a little bit more <laughs> attentive in those moments. But even like uh, uh, the other night, my, my oldest was saying like, well, when I grow up, um, you know, she was talking about what job she would have. And then she was like, you know, or I might just not have a job. And I and I was like, yeah, you know, if if you want to just be a mom, that's totally awesome. Lots of people do that. And she's like, yeah, you know, my husband will give me whatever money I want. Uh, and I was like, oh, man, like that. I know it's just funny. But in the moment I was like that, I feel like kind of a failure that those words just came out of your mouth that you're going to rely like your husband is going to give you an allowance. Blame like, it on the what TV. What year do you live in? <laughs> and, 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 I, and my first instinct was like, oh, my God, no, you can't think that. But then I was just sort of like, OK, whatever, like not going to go into a whole lecture because you're six. You're not going to absorb any of it. Right. I know. Because, yeah, you think like, oh, this is a teaching moment. Right. This is an opportunity for me to say, (laughs) no, young lady, you are powerful. Meanwhile, your kid has tuned you out like. Exactly. 10 minutes ago. Exactly. (laughs) Or what about like the, the, the moments that, I mean, and it's funny because we were talking about, I think we were talking about like the crazy kid moments, but like as a parent, when you're out and about, you're like sort of proper parenting. Oh, yeah. You're minding your P's and Q's in, oh, in the community. <laughs> Susan, could you please just get down from there? I think you're going to hurt yourself. All the patients in the world. Versus some, like when nobody's around, girl, you better get your beep down oh, right now. Get what doing. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you definitely <laughs> need to like be on. Mm-hmm. Even when you don't want to be on. Mm-hmm. Especially like when you're around <laughs> other parents. Because, yeah, I mean, it's funny. Well, yeah, you do. You kind of get judged by that, I think. But oh, yeah. I think we all just need to appreciate like, uh-huh, we have those like <laughs> closed door moments even when we're outside of those closed doors. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's just, I've got no reserves. I've got no reserves. Have you ever, so I've actually been asked this quite a bit because I've had friends who will tell me, and you see those like videos, have you ever left your kids alone? And what I mean alone, like you leave the room 
And I mean, are there moments like where they destroy everything? Like oh, they yeah. pull out like stuff from the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So Isley learned how to use the hose uh, on our back patio around the age of four. And we and she was always very good about like she wanted to water the flowers. She wanted to give the dogs maybe some water and she would turn it off right away. We never had any time where she left it running. So we weren't like really on top of her about it. Like because she was she's always been like a really conscientious kid. And so I heard her playing out on the on the patio one time and I was like, oh, she's turning the hose on and off. You know, no big deal. And I walked. Uh, so our kitchen is situated in a way where it's it's a few steps up from our um, living room where the back door is, uh, where the dog door is. And uh, so she had decided, I don't know, never really figured out for what purpose, but she had decided to put the end of the hose into the house through the dog door and oh. turn it on. I guess maybe to see if that would work (laughs) i have to admit that i never really did get to the bottom of this but i heard the the hose turning on and off and then i walked down to that room into a puddle of (laughs) like a half inch of water a ruined uh a ruined rug and a huge mess so that was that was a, a really great parenting moment so yeah the the destruction was not like it wasn't super climactic but it was kind of just that last step down into the puddle right <laughs> like oh i've i've made an error <laughs> yes. as a parent yes <laughs> well it's funny because when you talk about destruction and you know this story so I was leasing a Toyota Highlander, and which is a bad move, people, when you have small children. It had a third row, and I leased it through my business, and I thought, oh, this is a great ride, it's safe, all these things. So probably a few months before I needed to turn it in. So I'm cleaning out the garage and just kind of getting things organized, and Flynn and the kids, and poor Flynn, like I, I've got other stories of like my younger two. <laughs> But Flynn is really like, he took the cake on this one. So they're all like riding scooters and bikes and doing whatever. So Flynn ends up hopping on this motorized scooter that was my mother's who had passed away. And he's scootering around on it like, look at me, dad, you know, Mm -hmm. scooting around. And he ends up going along the side of the car and wasn't paying attention. And apparently part of the scooter hit the driver's side door and scraped along as he's like throttling along the side of the car keyed it without keys basically i mean i wish he would have keyed it because like it was a gash all the way down the driver's side and he stopped and i had this look and my wife was out there and the kids were all like hey playing and everybody like looked and were like oh no (laughs) i remember distinctly i turned away I went back in the garage and I just sat like on a big like paint bucket, like a big like five gallon paint bucket. And I was just processing. I didn't say anything. I didn't give a look like, 
you are in so much trouble. Like I, I was, I don't even like I, I had nothing. Right. And I remember my wife saying like, okay, kids, everybody in the house, give dad just a moment. And I just, I appreciated that. What I appreciated most though is like, I was so like, this is a lease. I'm going to have to get this thing fixed because I got to turn it in in a few months. And the short of it is I didn't have to get it fixed. They took it back. There were no issues or whatever. And ultimately I know Flynn didn't do it intentionally. Right. And I didn't yell at him. I don't even know how that happened that I didn't like get really upset. I didn't though. It's probably just the shock. It was. I was in shock. I know. Sometimes those moments you're just like, I, I, is this even reality? Yeah. Like I, I was like, there's no way I can buff that out. He is like at the time, I think he was seven, maybe something like that. It could have been six. Like he could have been mm-hmm. like your oldest age when he did. It wasn't like he, he just, he wasn't malicious like that. Right. I mean, he definitely didn't heed my warning. Like, hey, you're going to wreck it. You're going to hurt yourself. No, I'm not going to hurt myself. I'm just going to hurt the car. Right. <laughs> so yeah, poor Flynn. He's he's getting kind of the brunt of it. But it that that's property destruction for sure. And yeah. that's not even the only thing that's happened. Heck, oh, heck no. So um, what about, do you, now you're at this, this stage, and I remember when I was taking Declan to get his cast cut off, I saw this meme up on the computer screen, and it was, Hey, do you want to get your kids' attention? We'll do these things. Open up a chocolate bar. Try to watch a little television. Read a book. Oh, you know, yeah. do like do things that you want to get into. Like, <laughs> right. hey. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, wait a minute. I've been trying to get your attention all this time. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm doing what I want to do. Kind of goes back to our like sort of getting things done in our time stuff. And yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cute because it always seems like when I sit down for just a second, Oh yeah. You're in my face. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or I I always make the comment like I've gotten up 6 times during this meal to get you what you need. So I'm about to sit down now. Is there anything you need before my butt hits the chair? And then without fail, within a minute, there's something that I'm getting up for again. Well, when what? I make that comment, it's like I'm I'm cursing myself. Right. What's the deal with like, all right, everybody use a bathroom. I don't have to go. Oh, gosh. Two minutes later. It's like the power of suggestion. You need to say it like 10 minutes before you leave instead of on the way out the door. You really have to go pee, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like run some water before you like get out Stick the door. Stick their hand in some warm water. Okay, this is the test. Do you actually have to go? Yeah. Like, do you need to pee? <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, I really, I really think that uh, that just is cross-platform here, as oh, far yeah. as like cross-parenting. Like, there's that happens to like all of us. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, the how about this? So, I I don't listen to as much music in the car as I used to, but my kids are, you know, they're they're the YouTube, they're on YouTube a lot. And there's like certain songs that they like. Mm-hmm. Think about the things that they are rapping or singing <laughs> yeah. at the top of their lungs and they're dancing and they're into it. And then all of a sudden like a lyric comes in and they're just like screaming. They have no idea what they're saying. No clue. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm not there yet. Yeah. So. I'm not there yet. My kids will 
like if they can't quite understand somebody singing like the you know the lines a little mumbled yeah they'll just make it up into something that's like totally their age yes that makes no sense and i'm like yeah that's those are the words exactly and i will sing it that way yes forever more because yeah i mean <laughs> i don't want them to know the real lyric in that spot well and the thing is i think folks you need to know that again i am a good parent but <laughs> hey they do have access to technology right you know and you're just saying like hey buddy uh do you know what the word trick means in that <laughs> Well, like, yeah, you know, like fool, like playing like a trick on someone, like fooling someone. <laughs> uh-huh. And then to your point, like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but spot see, on. <laughs> here's, the, here's the issue, though. Like, I've gotten to a point where I have to tell them because if they go to school mm-hmm. and they're singing and then it's the whole thing of like, well, he heard it from Declan or he heard it from, you know, Liam. You do have to be careful about that. But yeah, like talk about the like just the whole naive aspect of like they have no clue oh yeah my uh my husband is like the the king of movie quotes and tv quotes and and sometimes he'll quote things around the kids and they'll pick up on it and it's just funny and it's just funny here at home and no big deal and then there was one time last year where my my lovely sweet little girl's kindergarten teacher emailed me and said did you know that she was uh quoting monty python and i don't know if uh, oh, i don't wow. know <laughs> i was like yeah she's never seen that just so you know <laughs> she's just imitating her dad right right <laughs> she's like you know it might be good to have a conversation about not saying some of that stuff in school <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> yeah well what about the time so and I don't want to. I don't want to stereotype here because it does happen with boys. And gosh, I got to go back to Flynn as an example on this one. Poor Flynn. So I remember the time that he was adamant that he had gotten some cowboy boots and this costume, and he was like, "I'm going to school as Woody." And he went to first grade. Yeah. I think it was like as Woody. Mm-hmm. And how'd that go over? He rocked it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, like in those moments, uh-huh. you first off, you're just like, oh, will this scar him? Will he actually like be like, why in the world did you let me leave the house like that? I don't care if I was six. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like he totally, he did that quite often. You know, that, that makes me think of something not, I mean, my youngest will, will wear whatever and she will only wear what she wants to wear. If I suggest something, that is the last thing she's putting on that day. But right. but related, if I happen to mention to her, hey, your shoes are on the wrong feet, she will not change them anymore. It's And I've gotten to the point where you want to wear your shoes on the wrong feet? Go ahead. Yeah, you want to walk in circles? Her, her teachers are like, do you know she is wearing her shoes on the wrong feet usually when you bring her in? And I'm like, yeah, I, I'm not power struggling over it. I've given up that battle. Right. I've put stickers on the the left shoe. That This is your sticker foot. I've tried to teach her. She's doing it intentionally at this point to get under my skin. So, yes, I'm aware. Right. And she's a very smart girl. I can assure you she knows what shoes go on what foot at this point. But yeah, 
I've released it to yes. the winds. Yes. <laughs> well, I and and I think I think that's good because I think giving that creative sort of what I was say not even control but just that ability to say yeah mm-hmm. we'll do it like this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean there are plenty like my wife's perfect example, you know, private school she still can't dress herself because she wore a uniform every day. Mm-hmm. You know, no, she works. She wears awesome clothes, but I'm just saying, like, she could go like three or four. Th- I don't know if that looks right. Does that look? I mean, again, I, I kid, but I remember. So, like, one of my other kids, so Declan, I remember a time where it was around the holidays, and if you're like us around the holidays and you're a lush. Then no, we're we're not we're not sure. But you know, like if you're having parties and like the wine's flowing or or the 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 beers are there, the whatever. I'm I'm not we're not alcoholics. I'm just saying that there can be some spirits around. And I remember at a fairly I don't say young age. I mean we we told the kids like, hey, just don't grab a random cup and drink out of it. But like when they're little, like they they do that. So you do have to be really really careful. Mm-hmm. However, Declan was not young young i mean this might have been like just a couple years ago mm-hmm. actually where i think he had picked up a beer and just started yeah and and i don't i can't remember if it was he did it by accident well i i know he or if it was just curiosity mm-hmm and I think I remember it was like totally disgusting. Like immediately he was like spitting it out. Like what <laughs> poison did I just drink? Why in the world? Like what are you people doing to yourselves? You are drinking dirt. <laughs> I mean, so, and he was fine. He was fine. Like I think he had like an upset stomach just because of the whole like taste in his mouth. But it's, it is interesting folks. Like I'm sure there are probably plenty of times like where somebody, you know, a kiddo just grabs the wrong cup. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that true, st- like I said, we, we do parent, but our child was either curious or it was by accident. I don't want to get it. I didn't want to get into sort of the Q&A. It's like, well, you know, now not to do it. And they haven't done it. See, my approach with that has always been like, if they're asking and asking, I'm just like, hey, you know take a sip right because they're curious and and i don't honestly i don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah you know you're not shooting them up with like you know heroin street i mean i did let harper take a sip of a triple shot espresso one time now what happened there (laughs) she was just like she kept asking you know can i have a sip of your drink can i have a sip of your drink can i have a sip of your drink and finally i was like you aren't going to like this it's not something delicious. I'm not saying no because I'm withholding, you know, some right. gold from you that is I'm coveting all to myself. And so finally I was like, all right, well, it's not blazing hot anymore. Take a sip. The look on her face. I wish I would. I mean, I wasn't doing video at that time, but I would have actually recorded it just before I even handed her the cup because knowing that she wouldn't have liked it but right yeah she looked at me like what in the world is wrong with you that you're consuming that yes and then just one sip and i think she was up for like three days yeah <laughs> after that so wow <laughs> yeah i know triple shot so with you kids i i remember times and and i don't know if this is like more boy because this was like potty training time mm-hmm. i remember having a porta potty kind of thing oh it, in the car yeah so yeah. like and it and it had like those 
like wee pads, mm-hmm. like like for puppies, like when you're training them, mm-hmm. like a, just almost like an like absorbent, yeah. an absorbent liner. Mm-hmm. And I remember having to pull over to the side of the road because again, it goes back to Flynn because it was, <laughs> it was a pot poor Flynn. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> and I remember on the side of the road. And you're just like, dude, you got to go and you're potty training and you want to encourage it. Like, yeah, don't go in the diaper, man. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, I don't even think it had one on. And when you first purchase something like this, you're like, this is totally ridiculous. I'm never going to use this Mm -hmm. until you do. Oh, yeah. And and you're out in the open and like, he doesn't care. People will be walking by and he's pooping, Mm -hmm. you know. Right. And I don't know if that. Is something that you ever had to deal with or like what we your used girls... one of those because uh, Isley was like really scared of public restrooms like she the sound and like the startlingness of the flush. And we tried like the sticky note trick where, you know, you can cover up the sensor and it won't go off. But other people's toilets would flush and she was still too scared to go and we'd be sitting there. And then, of course, you know, um, both of my kids had sort of a, a number two issue when we were potty trading also. Sure. So that was kind of, you know, it got to points where we certainly did not want to be in public when the moment struck where it was going to happen because the screams yes. were deafening. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, we did We did have the bring the toilet with us experience many, many a time. And uh, I, Definitely, you know, I I was never embarrassed to use it, but my husband would be like, "I'm not doing that." Right? <laughs> like you're taking him to the bathroom. Like I'm out. That's, that's my that's my limit. <laughs> hey, what are we doing camping here? <laughs> Come on, like we're in like the like we're in the city, or or yeah, like there's a bathroom on like every corner. Mm-hmm. So or like we're near home. Yeah. I mean, I've had those situations too. So three boys, very close in age, and. Liam always, like, he grew up really fast. I mean, after Flynn, I mean, Declan did too. I mean, they all had to because, like, they were so close in age. It was just like, well, I got I got, I got, got this one, dude. Yeah. You got to learn how to walk. <laughs> yeah. You just got to get it together, man. I can't carry you. So I remember being in a public restroom. It was it was definitely a retail store where it was it was the type of bathroom that didn't have a door on it. It was like where you go in and, and women's to the left and men's to the right or vice right. versa. Just a little hallway. It was all open. Yeah. So I remember there being <laughs> I remember there being three stalls. One for like you know, those that are disabled and then the other two that you know, and of course I'm always con I'm very aware, like if if not I, I've always told my kids don't use those stalls if somebody in a wheelchair needs the you know a walker or something needs that space but like nobody was in there and so I remember them all three going in and I'm standing sort of out in the hall not the hallway but not like over them and asking them and they all needed to basically poop at the same time <laughs> yeah. because if one needs to poop well, I'll go poop too. Right. And then another, you know, even if the other one, like the youngest, he's still in like pull-ups or I'll go do it too. Right. So picture this, envision, and I I don't even know, put the audio in your head. (laughs) Three kids, very vocal, grunting and pushing (laughs) very loudly at the same time. And in all the stalls. All the stalls. Everyone has their own stall. No one's in the bathroom but them. And I am just kind of standing out there. And this is actually just 
like amplified mm-hmm. coming out into the store itself. <laughs> and I'm like, all I had to do is like I turn and like people are like walking by and I just kind of just sort of shrug. Like, yep. They had to go about it. Probably just like pretend you don't even know them at that point. Right, right. I was like, I'm just waiting for the bathroom here. Wait for the, I don't even know who's in there. And it is. It's like this. I don't want to get graphic, but it's the the vocals. Oh, yeah. Because when they're little, mm-hmm. it is very vocal. Yeah. Times three. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, that was definitely an embarrassing moment for me in public. Yeah. But again, like you, you just sort of are like, yeah, whatever. I don't know if this is like a mom thing, but like, you know, sometimes I'll I'll take my daughters, you know, and then we're in the stall together and I'm going to go too because we're already here. Sure. So I remember, I mean, Harper has always just marched to the beat of her own drum. She's doing her thing always. And there was definitely on more than one occasion where I would... She would finish up. I'd be trying to hurry as quickly as I could to finish up. And she would crawl under the stall to get away from me because she wanted to be on her way and did not want to wait for whatever I thought I was getting done to be finished. And I remember distinctly one time that she crawled under the stall and there was someone next door and I, she got all the way over there and here she comes back embarrassed as heck beat red and the person next to me is just cracking up you know hopefully probably also a mom and understanding but right here and i said did you have fun and she said no <laughs> and, and had a little more patience for her poor mom after that moment you know, for the folks out there that are not parents, I would say the majority of the time, I really would. I mean, there are some parents that probably are phoning it in a bit. We do. We do not. We are parenting. We're, we are trying Absolutely. our best people. Everyone is. I mean, because you, that's the one, say, like when we talk about the luxury of having the freedom to run into the store and not having to tow my kids oh my God. to the store to yeah. get the things that I want for either myself or the family or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I, I realize like that's a gift. Like you reach that point. Mm-hmm. Where they can stay in the vehicle. Is that yeah. what you're saying? Well, or, or they're just not there. Like oh, I don't yeah. need, like I can leave, you know. Oh my God, wait. I can leave my kids at some point. Right, you can leave your children. When? <laughs> yeah, and the house hopefully won't burn down. I mean, like I said, Liam, <laughs> microwave burrito. And- yes, Liam had called me earlier while I was recording and was like, "Hey, remember that burrito that I that I got? How do I cook that?" And you know, of course, he's reading the directions and everything, and I'm just like, "Hey, fire extinguishers under the sink." And, and he he was like, "Oh yeah, right. I knew he knew it was fine. Everything's good. It was a microwave. It's fine." But my kids have an evacuation plan. These these are things that, that, you know, we have a ladder for the second floor of the house. They know how to use it and put it, you know, like this anyway. I don't want to get into all that stuff. But yeah, like there will be moments like where you might say to yourself, boy, that parent is just not reining those kids in. If I were there, like if that were my kid, I would oh, smack them or spank them or I, they, I you know, the they're running amok. I was the best parent before I had kids. I mean, right. I knew it all. Aren't you? Oh, yeah. Don't you know everything about parenting before, before. the children? Yeah. <laughs> That's why you're just like, hey, let's have some kids, man. <laughs> That's right. Nobody <laughs> would ever do it if they knew the reality. 
yeah, I mean, it looks so easy, right? In the movies and everything, mm-hmm. even the tough times. Like, I'm going to have enough energy to sort of calm this kid down. Oh, that's right. All I'm, the patience. Right. Because I'm going to get like 12 hours of sleep that <laughs> night while they're sick so that I can actually deal with the illness mm-hmm. first thing in the morning. Of course. Yeah. So, like, I, I feel good about this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, that, that'll be the shift. So, you'll eventually be able to go to the store and purchase groceries without your kids. However, also let me tell you that it shifts over to that all the groceries you buy are gone very quickly. <laughs> like Flynn, literally, again, there's Flynn. He had the other night, he had a hamburger. And I'm not talking about like a flat patty. Like when I make a burger, like I make a burger. Mm-hmm. It's big and lots of accoutrements, you know, like all of the lettuce and the pickle and the, all this. And then he proceeded then after that was still hungry and had four slices of pizza. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I and my kid. Here's the thing: you don't know my child, but he's built very much like me, very lean, right? Very lean. And you think like, how's that even possible? Like, I can't imagine when we talk about poop. What <laughs> is that going to look like? Like, am I going to actually have to? And that's another thing too. Like going back to the poop, unclogging the toilet. I don't know if you've gone there yet. No. Oh yeah, boy, it gets horrific. <laughs> It gets horrific. You just, maybe not. Maybe that won't happen to you. I don't know. Might be a boy thing. We'll see. It could be because Flynn said, well, I tried to plunge, but then I really had to go poop again. <laughs> so not only was it clogged from the first one, and this is this was like not that long ago. I'm not kidding. This was like this week. I had to go again and like, did, like holding it didn't occur or another bathroom. Another bathroom. <laughs> we have a house that has more than one bathroom in it. And he just... I, he didn't want to come upstairs. He wanted to just be in his bathroom. So he tried to plunge. It wasn't unstuck. So he stuck it more. <laughs> and it's like it's like surgery, but it's messy. Gosh, how do we get to on the whole At least thing? he tried to like keep you out of it for a while, it sounds like. Yeah. You know what? Like I have to say, like, I, I so love my boys and they are such good kids. And he meant no harm and <laughs> I, I got him out of a jam a couple times. Uh, like, yeah. yeah. So that's like, those are those parenting moments too. I mean, right. and they can be embarrassing or whatever. Probably if, hopefully he's not listening to this podcast at all. <laughs> but hey. At least it happened at your house and not the house you didn't know he was at. Right. Well, and it is. It, I mean, my house is, is very much like a frat house, like where the, I've told you this too, the, the doors are just open. Mm-hmm. You know, you're having dinner and you <laughs> they just like leave the table and they got to go. Mm-hmm. Like they're starting to shut the door. <laughs> they are. They're doing uh, more of that. That makes me feel better because I, uh, when we were recently on a, a trip to see family friends, um, you know, we were staying at someone else's home and I had to every time they went to the bathroom, I was like, please close the door. You know, so it's good to know, like, oh, maybe they shouldn't know that by six. Maybe. Yeah, no. Might be I'm good. Six, yeah, six, no, no. Like, wait, they'll get, eventually they'll get to a point where they're like, oh, they're, that's on a hinge, I can push it. <laughs> or closed. like, hey, get like all the way into the bathroom before you start pulling your pulling pants down. Pulling your pants down, down. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the other one. I'm like, Common. you can, you can. Get all the way in there. It's okay. Yeah. Well, how about you might actually get in there faster without it around your ankle? Well, speaking of which, because you're talking about being in other people's homes, how about those moments where maybe you have said something, and I am all about being kind, but maybe you said something that could have definitely been 
very easily taken out of context、mm-hmm. that they repeat in the presence of the person that you may have had a conversation about. I have not had that yet. Oh, I fear、boy. that though. <laughs> yes, people who think you're perfect parents that don't have children yet, and for those of you who have been in that situation, that does happen.、Mm-hmm. Be very careful what you say. I, again, I'm not about like talking about people. It's just that there could have been a conversation that might have been、out、challenging. Context, yeah. yeah, totally out of context. Like you feel like really bad for the. Maybe they're going through a rough time.、Mm-hmm. Could be an illness. Could be anything that they're struggling with. And you're like trying to hash through it, like with your significant other, and then your kid repeats it, and and then it's completely taken out of context, and you just you were like, "Well, there's the veggie tray. We'll we'll be out of here now." You know, <laughs> gotta go. Yeah, gotta go. So thanks for inviting us to the party. Sorry we couldn't stay. Yeah, those moments. So that was a lesson, for sure. So yeah, I mean, you could go through like the common stuff of you know. Clothes inside out, clothes like putting your underwear on the outside of your pants. Like I don't know,、mm-hmm. like all those things. Oh yeah, all those things, and and certainly the embarrassing moments of just saying things like out in public around other children. I think that's the thing too. Like you don't want to feel responsible for some other kid learning about a word. A word, yeah, yeah, like, one of those words. <laughs> the word, like let's say the f word or something like that. And you just are another facepalm moment because they say it so like matter of fact, and you you're like around the other parents, and of course you can't be like I don't know where they heard that from, <laughs> and and hopefully you're around like in good company where you just all throw your arms up like oh boy I've been there that's not the first time he or she's heard that yeah but you hope you kind of nip that in the butt and that certainly my kids have said. That because we have said no,、nope, we don't say. I don't know, like how graphic we want to get on this podcast, but like, you know, I guess, I guess, have we decided like we're going to be like rated whatever, <laughs> whatever, yeah, just yeah. use language, yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, like I remember Declan, it was he had just as matter of fact said, you know, fuck for the, and and we were like, oh my gosh, and I will admit he might have heard it from me, like if、mm-hmm. I. Was building something and something fell, or I was upset and might have said that, and so we would say like, "No, Declan, we don't say fuck. We say rats."、Mm-hmm. And so he'd be like, "Okay, rats." So then <laughs> you'd be riding in the car,、uh-huh. and something would happen. Something would come on the radio, or something would ha- like something would fall. Like he would drop his juice cup or something, and like he was young. I mean, this is like preschool age,、mm-hmm. and. You'd be like, "Oh, what happened, buddy?" You know, because they'd be like, "Oh," and then he would say, "Oh, well, we don't say fuck; we say rats." So rats. You're like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no. We we get we we eliminate that whole word altogether. <laughs> so you just say rats, and so like he repeated back what we had said. Like, no, <laughs> we don't say、it. this. Yeah, yeah. So and then you, it, it's interesting because like how. Do your kids like outgrow that? What? How do you correct it? I mean, honestly, I never really scolded my children for repeating those words. Yeah. Like I just, I would just say, like the best way I can tell you, buddy, is like if you've ever heard something that hurt, like made you feel not so nice.、Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way I can say is like that's not a word you want to say because it makes people feel not so nice. Then eventually you get the questions like, well, why do you use it? 
And then you just kind of have to say like, well, I'm just not, I wasn't feeling good or I wasn't in a, like, I wasn't happy at that moment. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the best way I could explain it. We talk a lot about context too. Like if, if those words come up, it's kind of like, you know, if you're saying that at home, I don't, I don't, I don't really mind. Not a big deal. But when you're out and, you know, you know the difference between being at home and being out at school or being at grandma's. Yes. So just, you know, you have to put on your manners a little bit tighter out in the world. And so that's kind of how we talk about it. Like, you know, at home, whatever you want to say, we can handle it here. But got to be respectful of everybody else when we're out in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think if you, I think if you make it, because we never really made it like a taboo thing, mm-hmm. and I think that was sort of that Montessori approach of like allowing kids access, because like they always had access to cookies and sweets and things, but they knew that they can't have they can't have those all day. Mm-hmm. Now my kids are home and they are self sufficient, and I can tell you, like if I bought them a bag of cookies that they're not devoured in the entire day, like they there's just a time when they eat them. Mm-hmm. And that's usually after dinner and they might have one or two and that's it. And like, that's just kind of been our thing of like, yeah, like why would you want to do that to, you know, it won't make you feel good if you eat like five or six of those cookies. Like you might get that instant gratification, but eventually you're going to say my stomach hurts. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, but I at least put that in their heads. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's the point is like, if it's not taboo to say like, oh my gosh, don't ever say that again. That is so terrible. That is so hateful mm-hmm. that don't, don't, don't. And then they're like curious, right? They're like, well, you told me not to say it. You get, I'm getting attention from you. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say whatever I want to say it. Right. And then anytime that I need your attention and you're not paying attention to me, I'm going to say it so that you pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. There's just a balance there. Mm-hmm. There really is. But, you know, the mother of all curse words, I don't know if that's the mother of, but it's, it's high up on the <laughs> list. To hear Declan say that, you're like, ooh. Well, at least he repeated back like what we had said. We tried to replace the word with rats. Yeah. So yeah, that anyway, my, my kids don't curse. They they don't. As far as I know, like when they're with their friends, they don't curse. And right. I don't really hear them do that. That's pretty impressive considering, you know, like you've talked about your oldest and his Xbox friends. Oh, and yes. I'm guessing the language on their side of that exchange is probably a little more colorful. And you know what? That's I think that's the thing too, like. I've heard, I've heard other kids curse that are like my son's age, like my oldest son's age, Flynn. And it's so funny. Like it sounds so unbecoming Mm -hmm. yet. I can definitely curse like a sailor for Mm -hmm. sure. But I, I, when it comes out of a kid's mouth, I'm just like, wow, that doesn't, you know, and Flynn is somewhat desensitized to it because he's heard those words, but he himself has chosen not to use them. Right. He just, he does, he won't. Of course, I say that as a naive parent. Like, yeah, whatever, man. He is You're like, not reading his text. He's you smoking don't know. and drinking, and he's you know, yeah, he's he knows what those lyrics mean on those rap songs. Yeah. He knows exactly what that stuff is. So, yeah, I mean, a hoe is not just a garden tool. I mean, yeah, he's turning tricks, man. Yeah, he's turning tricks. You know, he's he's pimping and everything. But yeah, I mean. I don't know where we wanted to take this. Like, I think it's, I think this was part of like funny kid moments, but more like parenting, parenting fails and funny kid moments. Yeah. And you know, parenting fails are just failures in your own mind. And like you said, we're all just doing our best. We're all doing a good job. 
Right. Oh my gosh, we are. We are so trying to do a good job, people. We really, really are. So I I have paid it forward where I remember knowing like I having to take my kids to the grocery store and then pulling stuff off the shelves or screaming or whatever. And I see those parents that are like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, hey, I got three. I've been there. I have been there. I am good with it. Let me get that box of cereal up off of the floor or whatever. Let me help you out. Right. So if you do see a parent in need, be sure to like pay. I mean, ask them or at least feel like you're not just jumping in, like grabbing their kids. Here, let me just rock the kid. You know, I'll feed them. (laughs) I'm just saying like, be patient. Don't walk off with other people's children, folks. That's the moral. (laughs) Yes. Do not grab another kid and say like, here, I got this. No, but there are just moments where people you can like see their faces and they're like i just i need a second mm-hmm. you know so just be patient give them a wide sort of just go around that cart as much as you can and just give them some room but if they need a little like hey it's i've i've said i've said that to parents like hey you got this yeah and they like look up like at first they're like what the hell is this guy talking <laughs> about and then i'm like i got three and they're like oh Right. It's like a, it's like a brotherhood, brother, sisterhood kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you got it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've been there. You, you're going to be great. <laughs> and I hope in some way that people feel like just for a second, like energized, like, okay, I can get to another three, four aisles and get these kids out of here. And then without pulling my hair Don't out. have to abandon the cart and just leave now. Yeah, because Which right, I am guilty of, right. but it feels like it's terrible. Yes. <laughs> that feels like the ultimate failure. Yes. <laughs> and it happens, people. So, hey, the grocery store managers just know we didn't want to be mean by leaving all that stuff in the cart and just getting out and then having one of your employees have to put it back. Having to put it back. Yes. So clean up on aisle seven, 10, 11. I mean, all like it's everywhere. Clean up on every aisle. <laughs> right. We're trying our best, people. We are. So. All right, well, we can land this one, I, I think. think. so. Feeling good? Circling it around, yeah. All right, cool. Well, this one was actually a fun one. So for anyone out there, what are some of your parenting experiences? What are some embarrassing moments that you would actually like to share? I mean, I I didn't even share my own stuff. Oh, yeah. We, we need to do a part two a few months down the road. Yes. And I'll start writing things down. I've got my own <laughs> parent. Like, yeah, we'll have like a part two uh-huh. of this, of like our own embarrassing failures. OMG. Like I got some stuff that I have done, (laughs) I am not proud of, I'm happy to share, and I will. All right. Sounds good. Another episode. All right, folks. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. Your co-pilot co-host, Kevin Ross, signing off on this one. And this is Marie Rittenhouse bringing it in for a smooth landing. See you on the next one.